I'm Johnson. And I'm Mike from Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast. And you're listening to the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast. This is Sabrina from Sci-Fi Sisters, and we have got a special show for you. We are so excited. We just raced around. We don't even have all of our sisters because we were trying to get this show done so fast. Mm-hmm. I am here tonight with our favorite sister, Yvette Blackman. Tom. I'm a favorite now. Hello. Yeah, because you're the only sister that could show up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and we have, again, our friends from Deep Space Pride. Oh, man, I'm so psyched you guys could jump in and help us out with this. But go ahead. It is Mike from Deep Space Pride, and we also have Johnson from Deep Space Pride. Say hello, you guys. Hey. Hi. Great to be here. It's yes. always great to hang out with you ladies. So It's yeah, been a while. We don't it's see each other enough, honestly. We really no. don't. No, and I love your show, True. and I'm so glad you could join us for this, because, man, that trail, that last episode dropped, and we were all on the, on the text message. We were, like, we were slacking out, like, what? <laughs> so well, Mike wanted to mute all the messages because he didn't want to be spoiled. <laughs> yeah, so I, had I did mute, not. I had to mute. Tracks. I had to mute eventually, <laughs> yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> so we're here tonight without Fran and without Tamia, you guys. Uh, so we're missing our sisters, but we're going to carry on because we want to get this show out to you. So the show tonight, we're going to tell you what we loved, what we hated, what we didn't give a fig about of the last episode, the last season of Picard. What else would we be talking about? Because that's what everybody else is talking about. Everybody's talking about it. People that don't even like Star Trek are talking about it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, we can't even yeah. we can't even get the showrunner to stop talking about it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. You know what though? I am happy for them. So we four are here tonight, uh, gonna talk about what we loved about Picard. What we did <laughs> what we didn't give a fit about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start it off with our guests because I just I'm dying to hear what Johnson thought about me. Uh, yes, you may regret that. You may regret <laughs> that. No, and <laughs> I'm going to ask you to please state whether you are a true TNG fan before you state what you thought about Picard, and then tell tell us what you thought. I just want to know where are you coming from when you make. Oh this yeah, where um, are you yeah. So from? so not to spoil the beans, but Mike and I are both big TNG fans. Mm-hmm. We we grew up with it. Um, I think our favorite is probably still DS9, but you know we grew up with TNG, so I think we're both big TNG fans at heart. Um, that was definitely my first exposure to Trek um, okay. before I got into everything else. So definitely, you know, it has a it has a place in my heart forever and ever until I die. So and they burn my body. Um, but for sure. Yes. Big TNG fan. OK, I love it. I love it. OK, yeah. Mike, where you stand on this? You're, you're just like Johnson. You're saying you're both that way. Yeah, I uh, I grew up with. TNG. So, I mean, I saw the original series on reruns, but uh, in 1987, I was 14, just like uh, Will Wheaton, and uh, I grew up with uh, 
Captain Picard and the Enterprise D. So um, these last couple of episodes are like, give me lots of chills, lots of chills. So, yeah. But DS9 is also a huge favorite of mine as well. So that's why you got invited to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Said the magic words. (laughs) All four of us say DS9 is our favorite show. Amazing. All right, Yvette, let's clarify. Oh, we all know everybody listening to the Sci-Fi Sisters knows where Yvette stands on DNG. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, well, you know, my favorite show is DS9. It is my heart. It is my ringtone. It was the face on my watch. Mm. Um, it is everything to me. Um, TNG. So, so I liked, I liked, don't get me wrong. So TNG is, it's weird with TNG with me. I like it. I don't say I love it, but I, I appreciate it. There are some really, really good episodes. I mean, my favorite Star Trek episode is a TNG episode, yeah. but I just wouldn't call TNG my favorite Trek. Wait, which one's that? What episode? Cause and Effect. That's your favorite Star Trek episode yes. ever? Yes. My favorite Star Trek episode yes. ever. Oh, I didn't know that. I love oh, wow. Cause and Effect. I don't know it is, it is done very very well it yeah. never ages it is so good it's a good episode yeah it's a very good episode so it's complicated just like all my relationships <laughs> see it's two against two <laughs> tng were like meh. <laughs> no i you know i like that says i i you have to love tng because that was the show that brought Star Trek back, you know, and all of that, and love the, uh, you know, the Enterprise D. It's great, um, but you know, it was. Uh, I'm a, I'm an original series fan. That's that's my original Star Trek. So there was nothing that was ever going to be as good as the real Star Trek. But <laughs> <laughs> so go. you know, but I was, um, I was, I was really happy that the show came back. I was happy to hear that Patrick Stewart was coming back and doing Picard. I was excited when the whole announcement came out. Um, and it was just um, a little, my, my phone is talking. <laughs> it was just a little uh, sad to see season two. <laughs> but season one came on. I was like, wow, what are you doing? What are you doing? So I was anxious for season three, and uh, I think that uh, I can't wait to hear what everybody thought about it. So I'm going to kick this off right away. I'm going to go right to Mike first. And Mike, tell us what was your favorite thing about this season? I would have to say, well, I have two, but I'll, I'll start with the more probably relevant one is that I really loved the relationship between Picard and Riker and this this whole season. Um, I just, they were, they are really fantastic father figures, I think, at least for me. And, um, just really, uh, they are kind of my, my heroes, my, my, the people that I look to, to, to as like really high standards, uh, you know, Riker is a family man, um, or became a family man. Um, Picard was always about honor and justice and, um, things like that. So seeing them together and just, it, it just from the start felt comfortable. It felt, you know, like two best friends picking up and going on this adventure together. Um, and, 
and that was great. And then, you know, even, so that was my, one of my favorite things. Beverly is also my, uh, my other favorite character in this series. I mean, it's so great to see her in a, you know, in every, um, I think she was in all 10 episodes. Uh, but, uh, she was fantastic. She looks great. She, Johnson and I call her our space mom. Because uh, she was, you know, she was, the, you know, the first mom that we saw on TV that we kind of like grew up with. And, um, you know, they they didn't do justice to her in the in the series in the way that, you know, they did justice to Ben Sisko and Deep Space Nine as a father. Um, and I kind of wish that we, you know, if they if we could go back in time, that's the one thing I wish we could redo about TNG is having. Beverly be more of a mother figure and really lean into that. And here we get the seds. And so I really love that as well. And on top of that, if I had a third thing, it would be the music. I cannot wait till Thursday, till the, the soundtrack comes out. I will be listening to it on repeat for a long time. Um, so the, those are my favorite things about this season of Picard. Right. I well, I love that you think uh, Riker is a family man. That is so like, wow, what a turnaround from <laughs> when he said that. I was, I, mean, I, he, I was like, Riker's a family man. I can't see <laughs> that's well in in Picard. Like, Star Trek, when you watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, I remember wow, not... <laughs> uh, TNG Riker. Right. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah. The one who brought the game. Listen, <laughs> the listen. He, yes, he was the definitely that, the Kirk of the next right, generation. He thought he right? was Kirk. So, but he yeah. thought he was Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to keep going with you, Yvette. What was uh, your favorite? Yeah, come on, pull a favorite thing out of there. Come on, you can do it. So, no, no, there's, there was tons of favorites. <laughs> My favorite, so I had, a, had a lot of favorites. I was, I was really happy that Rafi... Uh, and seven were back because I do enjoy both of them, especially I love Rafi. But the the most famous, for, my most favorite part, I'm sure Sabrina knows, is that uh, Beverly was on this and she was the um, first person we saw when she came on. Uh, she was, you know, Beverly, <laughs> I told you I have a complicated relationship <laughs> with TNG. So Beverly is my favorite character, you know, uh, mainly because she reminds me of me, uh, especially when I was um, just, um, you know, I had just gotten divorced, got my own house, uh, was raising my children um, and, you know, had a, had moved up in positions at job, at my job. And it was the, I was list. I wasn't really watching TNG. It had come on BBC. I think it was on like all the time. <laughs> I was, you know, like ironing, getting ready for the next day. And I would always listen to it in the background. And that's when I finally was like, wow, you know, Beverly's pretty cool. You know, I was like, let me listen. And I'm listening. I wasn't really watching, you know, um, and I'm listening to all the things that, you know, she actually did do um, and kind of got glossed over when you watch it. And the fact that she was um, the smartest kid's mom. And also she was pretty much the smartest one in the room. Um, and I was like, you know, I never, I don't, you know, it's like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be Wonder Woman um, and like Charlie's Angels, but I didn't look up to them. I kind of wanted to just, you know, be like, them. They, I want to be a superhero and everything. But with Beverly, it was like, 
wow, this person is just like me, like what I'm going through right now. You know, um, TNG was on while when I was I was already a you know an adult. I was already in college, so you know I didn't look up to any of those people. You know, but when when I you know later on, it just hit me that wow, there is somebody um, on Star Trek that that's like me. You know, and I'm like wow, you know, she might not look like me, but we're definitely going through the same things. Mm. You know, um, and there. Honestly, I, I'm in a male-dominated field, so there were no other women, you know, and there rarely is any um, other women in, in my jobs. So um, it was pretty cool, and I've, you know, loved her since and was always, like you said, Mike, just kind of devastated when the movies came out that, you know, I'm as I look back, I'm like, wow, was Beverly even in the movies? Because I, when I go back, I'm like, wait, she was in this I remember her being in, I always remember her being in First Contact, but I never remembered her being in any of the other other movies. So when they brought her back and they gave her a, be, a nice juicy role, I was very excited. That, that I was excited before it even came on. So I, it, she, it was good. I, I liked her role, you know, in it. So it made me want to keep going back and see what they were going to do with her. Yeah. You know? Gotta love Beverly. Yeah. Gotta love her. Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> he did it too. He did. <laughs> he did do it. I loved it. I was I like, loved say it. it. Say it. Please, please, please say it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Johnson, what was your favorite thing about the series? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but definitely the Beverly angle. I think for me, uh, where and I've talked about this in a previous DC Sprite episode, Beverly is probably my favorite character from TNG. For me, it was more about her brain. Uh, less so about her relationship with Wesley and her role as a mom, but she was kind of the resident scientist and resident biologist. And I just really resonated with that. And that kind of really spurred my own interest in science. And I just really admired her um, when it came to just how she problem solved and how when she did save the day, it was through science. I really appreciated that. And uh, similar to what um, what you have all been saying, you know, she just didn't. She just didn't really get the kind of roles that she should have really gotten on TNG. So, um, when I found out that she was going to be given a big role on Picard season three, I got really excited. Um, so definitely for me, Beverly, it was a big component of why I really liked about this season. Um, I think the, the other thing that I would really say about this season is really the um, idea around a chosen family, um, which obviously is a really big theme. Um, both biological family and chosen family. And obviously, Terry Metalis is a huge fan of all good things, which obviously the last episode is all about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and all good things is probably my favorite finale um, mm-hmm. of, of, you know, of all the series because everything just comes together. Um, and, you know, for Picard, for better, for worse, it takes him this whole time to kind of realize you know, this is a family. And I think he he basically learns the same lesson here, like over the course of the season. And he obviously comes to terms with both his structure family, but then also his biological one. Um, I do question like, where's Laris? <laughs> Laris is disappearing. 
She knew that was over from the you beginning. know, R.I.P. Lars, whatever. You know, they got <laughs> rid of her. She so knew fast. she wasn't coming back. Yeah, she was a okay, bad girl. He was racing off to go to get another woman. Come like, yeah, bye. <laughs> um, bye. 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 But, but uh, you know, and obviously the 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 respect for all good things, you know, t- Terry Metallus basically pretended. Season two didn't happen because we got this post credit scene of Q. Terminus House is basically like season two didn't happen. Like, let's pretend all the Q <laughs> stuff, all the Borg stuff didn't happen in season two. Let's just ignore that. And let's bring back Q. And also let's pretend that Gerardi is not out there and she could have done something maybe. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. Um, and I don't mind that because I hated season one and season two. So, um, you know, I just think that this season Ouch. was so much better. Yeah, that's my opinion. You know, Mike likes season one, season two. I was like, Oh, terrible. Um, was, so, they, were, anyway. they were heart-wrenching to watch. <laughs> wow. Some of those episodes were, yeah. I, overall, I loved the show, but I, yeah, there were some definitely dif- disappointing aspects of season one and season two. And, you know, I think one of the things I, I think that I'm hoping that Patrick realized because this season came about uh, and how it did with the whole cast that this is the season that we all wanted from season one, really. And, um, but everything beforehand was he was an executive producer from the start on this show. And this is what he, you know, this is the journey he wanted to take Picard on. But I think, uh, overwhelmingly the fans are saying that this is the season that we wanted from the beginning. <laughs> hey, but those other seasons had Star Trek in it. So it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's got Star Trek in it. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Sabrina. Tell us what you like. Well, you know, I'm going uh, off off the charts on all uh, whatever. N- nothing that you guys said. <laughs> what I loved about this season was the love that this guy has for the ships of the line. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody <laughs> has some appreciation. <laughs> For the fleet, baby. Yes, I mean, sure they does. brought all my ships in here. I was <laughs> sitting there like a little kid just crying. I was like, yeah, yeah. They brought the bounty up from the from San Francisco Bay. They sure did. They brought my Enterprise A. I'm like, please, Jesus. They yeah. have a defiant. I'm like, yeah. even Voyager, baby. Voyager. Voyager. With Voyager the was in there. music in the background. Damn, yes, they did. Yes, they did. And they didn't <laughs> blow up any ship that anybody that I loved was on. I mean, all those other ships that were out there. They even had a USS Ahura. Did you see that on the I board? did. Oh, I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Did, I you, love did you that. see they had the USS Pulaski? <laughs> yep. Oh, they yeah, had the Norgay. The oh, Norgay. Yeah. I was like, oh, they named right. things. Wow. They're naming. Yeah. I'm, yeah, go ahead. Listen, Pulaski needs a name up this. He's another female doctor. Put a name up there. That's right. Um, so yeah, I loved that. I loved the Titan. I loved, you know, all of it. They had some great ships, even the the enemy ship, the, the strike. Yeah. Damn, what the hell? That was that was wow. Yeah. I was scared to death when that thing came out. They were throwing ships around. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> I loved it. They were throwing ships. She threw a ship at them. That was scarier than any Jemadar we've ever seen. Mm. Mm. The only thing that I really was hoping for that didn't happen because I was so I was so hoping there was going to be a saucer separation. I wanted oh, one so badly no. when they were the only ship left. 
I said, oh, they're going to they're gonna turn that ship into two ships. They're going to come at them. I said, oh, wow. I don't, think, right. I don't think Jordy got to that part yet. No, nah, he didn't get that <laughs> video. He was like, what? You're asking, you're asking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it so badly. But, yeah, I did love that they, they seem to um, have the love of the ships again, which I think sometimes people, especially in the um, – Kelvin Universe, which you've heard me say before, they really just seem to just want to trash the ships. But uh, you know, they always bring you home. And I just love that they brought the uh the E back. Oh man, that was that was good. I, I love that. So that was my favorite thing. So, okay. Uh I I hate to ask you, so what was your least favorite thing? <laughs> the tirade. <laughs> I'm gonna start it with Yvette. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have so much, um, <laughs> but I'll I'll try to not be petty. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, Don't be petty and leave some for the other kids. <laughs> <laughs> so my, <laughs> so yes. So the thing that I hated, and it this actually went through all of Picard, is the fact that um, Picard got to use DS Nine as a background. Um. All that great writing for DS9, all that world building, um, and all the dis- I remember all the disrespect that mm-hmm. DS9 got because of t- in, 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 in because of TNG. TNG was the thing. DS9 was not. I was. I watched right. it. I was there. Right, we and were there. It got so to have on. a card especially um be the back have ds9 as and that's what it was ds9 was the backdrop of this show um and then to totally disrespect ds9 in every turn lat the last season the first thing we see they go some i don't some confederation or something and all of the ds9 characters all of the alien ds9 characters are beheaded and put on stakes I mean, we caught that mess. Come on, really? Um, Cisco's a general. They just name him, and he, you know. And I'm like, wait, what is going on here? And then here comes the TNG crew. Don't think I didn't forget. And then they get to have DS9 as their backdrop. Now during the Dominion War, we never knew where the D was. We never heard from the TNG. Hello. We knew they were. Uh, fight, I think they were, no, the Borg wasn't yet. I think they were um, on Baku somewhere uh, getting young and stuff. So my that was my, and it's, and it, it is quite petty. I, I won't say that it's not, but it just, just gets to me that all that great writing, uh, Michael Pillar, Ira, you know, they, they did all that great writing uh, for a great show that never got its due because of TNG and the love of TNG, which we all have, but um, just it 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 kind of it just oh, it just burned me that they got to use um, the storyline, the great yeah. storyline of TNG of uh, DS9, and um, never once, not once, did we see a DS9 character. Oh, this whole yeah. season, nothing, nothing, 
Yeah, I would have not one, thought that we Worf would get, did like, not count. No, Worf only <laughs> Worf came from TNG. He did not come That's from right. DS9. That was and, not uh, DS9. I think Odo was the only other person. They didn't even name him. Nope. Right. They just, we, he said a friend, and then Our we saw a picture him, yeah. of him and his and his and his pot. That was it. They didn't even nothing. They didn't so. even mention him. They so, could have brought yeah, Bashir was, in. They could have talked to Bashir about something. Because he's the a, one that found the, the 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 virus. Yes, right. They didn't even bring him in. And right. it was like, okay, Didn't even you know mention what? him. Didn't even mention him. No. So that's... Um, yep. uh, so that, that, all really, yep. that really burned a... Bur- I mean, I am... I, uh, it still burns me. <laughs> Do you feel that they did that on purpose? Like that they left out the DS9 characters on purpose? I... I I don't know. I, I don't know those people, so I don't know what their what it was. But I mean, I mean, I, that's a huge slight, and it was the whole. Uh, it 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 wasn't just this season. I mean, it was the whole. It was everything. It was the whole series. Um, I don't know what the deal is. You know, I don't. You know, I don't know what you know what they were doing. But that's the way it seemed to me. It's where it felt to me the whole time. Um, last season, I, I just couldn't take it, you know, um, and then this season for them to have the changelings come, the fact, did they even mention the, I don't think they called them the founders, but to have the changelings come talk about the dominion war, you know, then have, you know, Picard talk about all these things he did with the Herosians. And I was like, wait, like, wait, where were you with the (laughs) Herosians? Wait, no, we're putting him. He's, you know, it, it just seems like. They they had them they had the TNG cast Picard take he had to be part of everything like you know those other people that saved the universe didn't matter you know so that that was that's what really got me and that's um, I tried not to I, I wasn't gonna even talk about it but yeah that's it <laughs> that's 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 how I feel don't don't get me wrong I enjoyed I enjoyed the season. Um, the writing was great. It was predictable as hell, but it was it was still good writing. It was it was a T it was TNG. It was great. You know, it was a perfect. It was exactly what TNG is. You know, predictable, unpredictable. At some points, the story was good. It got you engaged, but you know, that's it. That's all it was for me. Um, but I'd watch it again. Yeah, yeah. I watched the all. season again. Definitely watch them all again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, give me more Trek. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. All right, Mike, what was your least favorite thing? Um, that is a good question. I think, uh, and actually it sort of ties into something that I wanted to ask you, Sabrina, especially after listening to the last episode where, you know, you talked with Paul and um, talked about script writing and all of that. Um, I think that one of the things that I didn't like about this, this season was, I mean, maybe even actually the whole series is how they dealt with time Hmm. and maybe, maybe, um, maybe it's not as important in television these days. I don't know. For me, I like things to make logical sense. Mm -hmm. Like the time is passing that we have, you know, the other thing, you know, just to throw this in is like the whole thing about discoveries interior doesn't make sense to me. And I hate that, you know, like, especially growing up on, you know, like the technical manuals, like I like things to be kind of laid out and like orderly and and kind of explained. And I feel like um, this in this season, since we're mainly talking about that, 
like I didn't really get a sense of how how much time is passing. Um, I felt like you could warp anywhere in like a minute, and <laughs> you know they left they left they left the uh, in episode nine in Vox they left Earth and went to Anatha Prime and picked up the D, and then by the beginning of the finale they were back there and basically the the fleet had only you know started basically firing at, <laughs> at space dock i mean it's just like it drove so me crazy that, too mike <laughs> yeah it's just yeah, it you know like things have got to make sense like we're talking about light years of travel and stuff like that so that's that's when you know that's when i roll my eyes at like the science advisors on on these on new trek and i and i love new trek don't get me wrong it's just thing a lot of things they make some, some things seem so real and then other things they just let go and like time time just is needs one of to the, make sense yeah time they seem, and distance they seem very and lazy on time you're like they'll well, try to get everything yeah. else right and then it's I, like time because you know how i feel about timelines and I'm trying. I was trying to figure out what the where the hell are we? What year is this? Yeah, <laughs> what year yeah. is this? We were like five years ago, and then we were jumping back and forth uh, some pieces too. Been driving me insane. So this well, is I think- only like the be- this is like a few months after last season because yeah. last season started in the so I it like Mike. I need to know where I am. I need to know what year it is. What is going on? Especially when the first thing you see is uh, the 25th century. Like we're in the 20th. So, okay. So weren't we the 25th century last season? You know, and we were. So I didn't get that part. Um, yeah. Because we were in the vineyard. So uh, Stargazer, I think, was the first episode last yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. And it, it was centered in the, um, so they were at the Grapes. They were doing the grapes, right? They were harvesting the grapes. Yeah, they were harvesting. So, yeah. Um, so that was so that was supposed to be twenty four oh one, harvesting right. grapes. So I don't know much about wine and harvesting grapes, but I thought grapes were harvested in the fall. So I was confused. <laughs> so I looked it up, and I guess they can be harvested. If I guess it's in the south of France, it could be harvested in February to April. So I'm going with that because it's the only thing that oh. makes sense. Because <laughs> I was okay. like, this makes no sense! Uh, <laughs> let, let it go. Uh, Mike, Mike yeah, no. that, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I can't. The time thing is, no, I need to know I think what I, what I really think, and you asked me first, Mike, about, you know, talking about writing, and I think one of the big complaints that they had about season two was that the pacing was too slow. And that they went over things over and over and over again. We felt like we were stuck in time. In season two, it was like, are we still on the same day? Um, so I think right, yeah. one of the things that I felt this season was doing was ramping up the pace. And I think that you kind of lost your timeline a bit in that effort to get everything in. Because there was so much in these 10 episodes that sometimes, you know, I really had to go back while I was watching. I had to, you know, go back and, and watch it again because I was like, wait, 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 what did they just say? And, you know, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. You know, it was just going, it was just going like horses speed, just racing through. So I think that maybe it was a little overpaced. I mean, I got it and I understand exactly what you're saying. I think they did sacrifice the clarity of how much time was passing, you know, and, and that, but I, I, I get that, but I think that might have been one of the reasons why that they were really trying to 
I think they could have actually used maybe a couple of more episodes. I mean, I think sometimes you're hindered with that 10 episode, but they're so expensive. But this one could have easily have gone to 12 and even 14. I would have been happy. I would have been happy if they'd slowed a couple of them down a little bit. But, okay. So, Johnson, what was your least favorite? Yeah, I, I think um, one of my least favorite things about this season is definitely how there's still this fixation on the whole mystery box. And we got all the answers in episode nine. And it's just like, so I've talked to Mike about this repeatedly. It's just so unnecessary. You know, it's like, you don't need to reveal everything. The last episode, you can like trickle things out a little bit more. I feel that this season probably could have used a couple more episodes, but if given the choice, I would have probably like, rejiggered a few things so that it, it flowed a little better and we get like more of a trickle like we got so much information in episode nine and that was the one where i was like okay i don't think i got everything because right. literally it was a massive information dump because they feel they had to reveal everything at one time i'm like you can like have spaces out we would have kept on watching like you know it's not <laughs> like we're gonna all stop watching because you revealed everything um you know so i feel that they could have like just like space it out more but i just feel that with these honestly with picard and new serialized trek i think this season was a little bit more successful i feel discovery is really bad at this personally i just think that from a storytelling perspective sometimes they're so fixated on keeping the secrets until the last minute and it's like oh my god you know like and then it becomes a slog because we're just waiting for the secrets to be revealed it's like when is it going to happen so um, that was a little annoying, but you know, it, it wasn't, um, I, I'm glad that the last episode was long. So I feel we got enough breathing room to really, um, understand the impact of all the secrets that were revealed in episode nine. So at least it gave us more of that, um, versus like, you know, got to wrap it up, like right the second. Um, but I do think that it could have been just more spaced out if again, they could just get rid of this fixation of like not revealing all the secrets, so, secrets until the last minute. So I would say that was the thing that annoyed me the most. Um, the other thing that honestly I I just really bugged me is honestly, you know, I know we had to do it, but it's like the board again, third season <laughs> again. You know, I just like you know, well, I, you knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I, I kind of knew it was coming, but I think I was kind of in denial about it because I was like, they can't use them again. Like, you know, like we already, I feel like we already resolved this like two times. We resolve it one more time. Like, you know, and we, you know, we even got some of it on like Prodigy, like, you know, some of the board fallout from like the neurolab pathogen, whatever, yada, yada. And like, it's like, we got to keep on revisiting this, you know? <laughs> um, and how many times do we need to say, do we need to say that the Borg's over and like, or, or that and here they come again. needs to re, you know, reconcile his feelings. And it's like, Oh my God, you know, it's just like, we had to go, we have to go back. And um, yeah, I, I was, I was reading a lot of the discourse um, on episode eight. And this is like, right. You know, right when they were going to like, right when Deanna's going to open the door or whatever, and people were saying it's the Borg. I was like, no, they can't. It can't be the Borg again. Like, it can't, <laughs> it can't be. It can't. Like, just they gone. I was the same way. Yeah, I, I, I was. I was really surprised by this. I thought, you know, this is. I really thought this was going to be a cha whole changing thing, and that they somehow like yeah. did not make the connection to the Borg at all. I thought um, this was a total changeling revolution against. Mm -hmm. um, 
against Starfleet. And so I was really kind of surprised by the turn of events. And I mean, it, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, they sprinkled it all throughout. And, you know, like, of course, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing those things and they're nostalgic, but you don't realize that like they're putting them in there for a reason. And I mean, obviously with the first contact theme being so strong, which I love. It was everywhere. Uh, So, (laughs) you know, I sort of feel stupid not putting that all together, but. But that's, I mean, I mean, that, that, that tells you also how good the story was that um, if you weren't looking for it, you weren't going to see it. You know, you, the story was, the story was good. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The story was good. But I mean, the minute, I mean, the first thing we saw was, you know, of course we get to see Beverly, yeah. but she's listening to his log. Why? Right. Why is uh, she no. listening to his yeah. log? And and it's the Borg log, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. we're doing oh, this geez. again. But I, I, I did think there were going to be something. I thought the changelings were going to have a something else. I mean, they did, but I did think I it was the like, changeling Borg thing. I also yeah. thought... I, I wanted it not to be the Borg so bad that I also thought it was going to be the, um, what's that uh, from uh, Sub Rosa? Um, oh, the ghost? The candle ghost? Well, it's not a ghost. It's not really. Why do people call it a ghost? It's not really a ghost. It's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's yeah, an alien, it's an alien. Um, who, who abused Beverly and her family for years, you know? So I thought it was that oh, because, no. <laughs> yeah, I thought it had something to do with that also. That would be a twist. I thought I thought that would be a great storyline. I, I wanted right? to dress up as a candle. She would have been the only like one. <laughs> no, but to think about it, you know, because you're you're trying to figure out what's wrong with with Jack, and you're like, mm. well, his mother and his father. So is it yeah, a combination of both? You know, and then with her having West, I was like, what kind of kids is she having? You know, so it had to be <laughs> something. You know, so I just was hoping it wasn't the book again. <laughs> I was just hopefully making. Or, or I think Mike and I were throwing around the idea is was like. Is Beverly really Beverly? Is I she, did that too. Yeah. Is she a changing but doesn't yeah. realize it? Like, you yeah. know, that would have been yeah. I thought she was tragic. a changing for that a minute. Yeah. That would have sucked, but it would have been really interesting. You know, mm-hmm. like and then it's like the Borg again. God. And just in case uh, people here don't know, the Borgs are they're they're over now. They're like really over now. Like Yeah, they're know, really dead. They're really dead. Now. Now. <laughs> now they're toast, in case yeah, that wasn't clear. Sure. I so. was hoping for the female changeling to come back and oh, retribution. Cool. I was yeah. hoping that it was going so to be cool. That's what I thought. Her. That would have been really cool. I yeah. thought it was the hundred and they were all going to yeah, get exactly. together. Exactly. Our big oh, Chad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would been really Bingy cool. Chad. The hundred come back for That's retribution. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that would be We got the Borg. Or even an alliance between the two where yeah. it was sort of equal or, you know, right. where it wasn't the Borg controlling it. It was, you know, they were in cahoots with one another because they, you know, they realized that they could take down Starfleet together mm-hmm. uh, better than they could apart, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I would have liked to see, and Johnson pointed out, because I didn't really understand the wrap-up uh, in the finale, and I caught it today, Johnson, I caught that one line that Riker says, where he talks about Admiral Crusher. And how she solved everything. And then they say, then he says, you know, the changelings didn't kill everyone. They kept a lot of people alive, which yeah. I didn't, you know, which I didn't catch the first time through. So, yeah, I saw um, you know, so I really was hoping, you know, if, and, and the changelings can, you know, we, we, we all love DS9. So 
I mean, we know how bad of an enemy, how, you know, evil and, mm-hmm. and bad, uh, the Dominion is. They show, it showed yeah. you at the end how insidious they are that she had to come. She made sure she came up with that, um, <clears throat> you know, that catch to, to, uh, catch them in the transporters. You know, yeah, I mean, right. she knew, uh, uh-uh, we got to watch this one. The Borg, that's why I said the Borg wasn't, they made I, they did a good job of making them a little scarier again um cuz i wasn't really scared you know they had gotten they hadn't they were scary of course in the beginning you know they scared the hell out of us um and then not so much um i mean we saw them so much in voyager i wasn't scared of them anymore it's just like jay Way wasn't scared of them anymore well yeah we had seven and i mean she's like she's friends with us now yeah like, right whatever. but i uh, they were they were kind of scary they were pretty scary when i watched uh first contact the first time but yeah. this time yeah they, they were kind of terrifying this time you know i didn't know honestly didn't know if we were gonna if the if the admiral was gonna live or not you know i didn't know if he if that was gonna mm-hmm. be it and he would you know it's his show so i assumed that if anybody was gonna you know die or sacrifice himself it would have been him but then yeah. i i remember comic-con uh, with uh, you can always count on Jonathan Franks for spoiling stuff. Uh, Jonathan Franks, Franks, I you know I caught him saying, "Ah, once this is over, we're gonna get ourselves a movie." And I was like, "Oh, then nobody's dying then." <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, wow. thanks. I Jonathan. remember that now. <laughs> remember I remember that, that now. <laughs> but that, but I I had forgotten it. So yeah. I really watched the finale completely blank slate i hadn't heard anything about it i hadn't you know those people who got to see it early i didn't like hear anything and so i went into it and i actually felt like in the finale the stakes were high like i really did feel the first time through that we could this was the end of the crew Mm -hmm. absolutely like i bought it uh and maybe you know maybe i'm just that kind of audience where i just you know, no, kind of suspend my no, disbelief. I, I and think they did yeah, a you, job they were in of, trouble. of making you think of that. I think they did yeah. a great job because yeah. it, it could have went yeah. anyway. All is lost. That was the yeah. all is lost part of the I show. mean, when they were in the center of that Borg cube and they were going to blow it, I didn't think that they, I didn't think anyone was going to get out alive. And I thought somebody that was going to just see that explode. Well, I thought that at that point, I thought all of them were, were, were going to, although it did have vibes of, um, yeah, never. Of Return of the Jedi, you know, the, the Millennium Falcon <laughs> shooting out shooting of out. the Death Star. <laughs> you catch that last scene of the <laughs> Borg ship breaking up. But um, I, I really felt like they could have, um, they were all forfeit. And and actually, the way that they played it, the way that they acted it, it made it feel that way. Yeah. Like the was... looks between, you know, Deanna and Riker, like yeah. they were they were saying, about, uh, like, I, I felt that. I was like... Mm-hmm. She knows he's not coming back. Yeah. And, you know, and Picard saying goodbye on the bridge saying, it's been an honor to serve with you. Like, I figured he wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, other than the fact that Jack was, you know, was on the Borg ship and, you know, because it's, because we hear so much about legacy, um, yeah. you kind of knew that he could possibly have survived, but, um, yeah, I felt that the stakes were high, and I wasn't sure that anyone was getting it, gonna get out. So, it's good writing. Well, yeah. What I hated most. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Sabrina, what about you? 
Um, it, it's it, you know. Is the ships of the line? Did you hate those? <laughs> no, no, I love the kidding. ships. Of the line. No, 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 that was listen. Don't mess with my ships. I love my ships. Oh well, no, no, Johnson and I love <laughs> our ship porn. Well, with I, the exception I, of Discovery, we we love ships. So, oh, I love that ship too. Um. Oh man, when that thing goes to black alert, you, you stay back. What? What? Oh my God, I love that. Oh, I, I like that. Just so, the in, partisan uh, insides uh, of uh, discovery. Love it. <laughs> love every bit of it. Um, but okay, what I what really got me about this, and I said to myself, and I wrote a post about this. Y'all saw it when it, when it first started, and I'm gonna say I felt like you know, discovery is the LSU. Of Star Trek, they are <laughs> the Angel Reese of freaking Star Trek because this show was so much Discovery second season that I was getting really upset that everyone just thought this was the best thing since sliced freaking bread, and I'm like, you already saw this on Discovery, but wait, 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 what? We had a scary red thing coming out of somebody's head. I said, yep, did that. Then they would go into this impenetrable station that no one knew how to fly into where the crazy AI was. I was like, uh, yeah, we did that in Discovery. We had multiple captains sitting on the bridge. Uh, Bing, got that too. We had imposters aboard. I'm like, mm, that's sounding familiar. We had a beloved female officer blow her ass up to save the ship. Uh, Ro, meet, meet the, the Admiral. Admiral, meet Ro. Uh, and then we had the existential threat. Which, of course, everybody got mad when Michael saved the whole universe. But if Picard's got to save the whole universe, <laughs> I heard the line, if Earth goes, it all goes. I was like, oh, come the frick on. I said, April, I can't see you. I can't see you. <laughs> Angel, sorry. Angel. Angel. Angel, I'm doing, I'm doing the move. I'm doing the move. I'm pointing to the ring. Third season. Second season. <laughs> So oh that's all God. I have to say. I'm just like, look, the sister did it. Everybody got upset, but Picard did it. Everybody thought it was brilliant. That's all I'm going to say. And the only other thing I really hated about this was when the freaking Q showed up, uh, I lost my shit. I was like, if it's not the freaking Borg, we're going to come up with Q. And he said, oh, I'm here to test you. I'm like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Please. And, and when I saw that, I, when I don't, I, I forgot who said it, but it was like they just said, "Okay, season two didn't happen." <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like completely. season two. It's like whatever. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I, I'm I saw here to him. Tell I you. was like, "Are you kidding?" I mean, it was going so well. It was. <laughs> and then, and then he like, oh. Because that wasn't necessary. Just let them play poker and be... Right. Yes, just let them that? play just poker and go, go out. There was so yeah, many things that there was really no point. Um, <laughs> and that was one of them. And then, I mean, why bring Ro back just to kill her? What was the point of Ro coming back? There was no I, I point. I that, actually. I liked her. I liked that episode. But she had that. She made no difference to the story. Oh, no. She gave them all the information. Yeah, yeah but yeah. somebody else could have... I mean, we got two I, people. I, two people in yeah. the... In the in, we had two people <laughs> were out there. I mean, we got sections. We could have had somebody from Deep we got Space intelligence Nine. people. We got them. We, we could have had Major Kira bring them the information. <laughs> That would have been good. But I mean, we had Rafi and Worf. Yep. They could have just given they the information. I mean, 
Why? Just to it's, kill? Just, just to, to kill, kill it all? And you know what? I have another. Here's the, okay. This is my other thing about the ships of the line. As soon as I saw the intrepid, I said, "Oh, they're dead." <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> That's, the poor intrepid is like a doomed ship. Yeah. <laughs> if the Always. intrepid shows up, all lives are lost. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I saw it, I said to myself, they're going to blow the ship up. <laughs> <laughs> if, you get, oh if you get the intrepid C, you know, hold on to your ass. You're you going to be dead. <laughs> Why do they keep making that ship? Don't, that is know. like one of those names of a ship that you should just like never see again. Never. You know, along with the hood. <laughs> Although they did rectify the Defiant. They brought the Defiant back and they, they, they gave that ship. That was a, a now a storied ship, but the poor Intrepid. So, oh, wait. So the Defiant is the only character from DS9 that yep. was actually on and the named. The actor got on you. <laughs> and named. <laughs> Y'all making me upset. Wow. I mean, they, you know, I, I was like, I, listen, I was really, uh, oh, okay. The other thing I hated was when they did the whole bridge scene. What, can we say it together that? What's that? Dodge Fleet security is trash. Ooh, I mean, how trash. did they, oh my God, pure how did you take over that bridge that fast? Everybody was shaking in their boots. I mean, I I, like, at first, on. so there was one scene when I was like, Starfleet, yes, Starfleet, come on, come on. Jack was running. He went to get to the bridge. The guy turns around and goes, we're at red alert. Turn back, and he did. He turned back. I was like, "Yes, yes, finally, Starfleet <laughs> security." Yes, I did last long. <laughs> but I'm telling you, they took over that bridge in two seconds. I said, "Oh God!" And then they did Air Force One, and I was like, "Okay, fine." You know, everybody was like, "Oh, it was just the greatest scene." I was like, "Y'all didn't see Air Force One? That was the exact same scene." There was a um, lot of stuff in there I've seen before. Well, um, you know, hey, after talking to Paul. Last week, uh, right? Said, exactly. Right. I was like, you know what? Pa- yeah. I said I thought of Paul when I said yep, I was getting ready to say you do an Air Force One. I said, well, they must love Air Force One because mm-hmm. they're being inspired by Air Force One. <laughs> and that's what I thought of. That's when Paul said that because I was, you know, I've been feeling this way about the DS Nine thing ever yes. since the start, ever since season two. And when he said that, I was like, all right, I guess it's you know I could be petty, but other people could see it as a homage. Yes. To uh, DS Nine. Paul had the effect on us. But why aren't there any people from DS9 on there? But okay, let's leave it. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. All right. So now we're going to move on. Sec- the third thing in our outline, what was, okay, I don't even know how we could even do this one. What was your biggest shock, your biggest reveal? What? what come on, there's got to be one thing that made you go, oh, damn. It wasn't that big of a deal because I can't remember. <laughs> you already knew it was the Borg. Okay. Yeah, I did. I I did. Unfortunately, I had a little one. I I loved yeah. it. This was a really little one, but when I saw him, I went, "Oh damn!" It was the guy that plays Crin, and his name is Kirk uh, Acevedo. He he was in like Fringe, and he was in Arrow. And when I saw him come on as the Vulcan gangster, I was like, "Oh damn!" All right, <laughs> I love that guy. I love him. That was a great. Appearance. I mean, he... I'm rewatching Fringe, by the way. Charlie. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 He was in there. Yeah. He was. He was Ricardo Diaz in, in the Arrow. So all my Arrow fans. I came into Arrow really late. Oh, uh, just yeah. I love oh. Arrow, and um, so I was really psyched when he came yeah. on. I had to. That was a great performance, and I wanted to just call him out because I loved Crin. I don't have um any big reveals, but there was there were a lot of little things I liked about this. I like that. So um, 
I didn't I wa- I did watch a little bit of season two. Um and Mariposa was actually Why did you do that to yourself? Because uh well I ha- it's Star Trek and I watch everything that is Star Trek. I only watched it all once, but still. So uh Beverly's ship or their where they're from or whoever they work for was the Mariposa um alliance or something. And mm-hmm. that was Rios's and Rios's thing that he put together in uh twenty oh, fourth really? century. Yeah. Wow. So I love that continuity. Oh. That was pretty cool. Um there was some other stuff, but I always loved that. I was like, that was so so good. Um, I didn't even catch that. Right. I, I didn't either. I've I I so yeah. of course the first one I watched a lot. I watched it all because you know Beverly was in it. And I was like, this is the, probably the only time I'm gonna be able to see her and like because I just knew that was gonna be it. I, I, I just was at the point where I'm like, ah, eh, we'll see her the first and then we'll never see her again because she was in the fridge <laughs> next <laughs> time we see her. I didn't think she was getting out of there. So I didn't know what was gonna happen. So I was like watching season uh episode one over and over again. Um I think there was a the I what I what I liked about it was that how uh, smart it was. There was a lot of smart Star Trek going on here. Um, yeah. Uh, they, they, the things, even though there was a lot of shiny objects um, when it came to the, um, what do they call it? The Easter eggs. They, they made sense. Um, a lot of times, like last season, those Easter eggs made no sense at all, but just to be there. But here, most of the Easter has made a lot of sense. And you had to find a lot of them. Like you, if you, everybody's show had a, you know, had a, a, everybody's favorite movie, everybody's favorite show had something, you know, yeah. somebody, some show or and each movie, each show was mentioned somewhere. And, and depending on what kind of fan you were of each show, you would probably figure it out. And I, I like that part of it, that that was really good. And and the, I thought the writing was really good. Like I said, it was a great TNG episode. You know, like, you know, TNG has a lot of issues, believe me. <laughs> but they have they have really good episodes that stay with you. Um and I think this this was they did a good job here with this. Even though of everything I said about how much I didn't like it. I I, I there was so much I did like about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy, and I'm sure. happy they did it. You know, I like like we all said, I wish this was, you know, I wish they would have done it a lot sooner, but we got it now. So. Yeah, I think one of the things that I really liked was just the the constant guessing I had about who once we realized that it was the changelings, it was really like they played, you know, like when Roe came on. And I love Roe. Uh, you know, I still, you know, Roe was going to be Kira on deep space nine. Mm-hmm. So, um, I really like that dynamic. And so I, you know, uh, that whole episode, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, is she, she's acting really weird. You know, is she a changeling? And like, is she here to like, you know, actually kill Picard or, you know, like, so there, but that, 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 that's one example, but then thinking that Beverly could possibly be the changeling throughout this whole whole season was also really you know and even even gates was you know playing it a little bit coy on the interviews she did she's like wait to the end of the season you know wait to mm-hmm. the end of the season so 
you, you kind of kept that thought alive that what, what would happen. And then, then you see Tuvok and he's a changeling and. Oh, wait, I forgot that know, one. That was a good one. That was my big, oh, that damn. was, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, actually that whole scene with Jerry and, and Tim was just amazing. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. like, uh, the way she was testing him and then she thought it was fine. And then she, you know, play this one more thing and then she knew you know uh so i i loved that that i i also this sort of falls into the not big of big fan i'm not sure i like the new changelings i mean maybe it's just because of the technology that they have now but i i didn't really love the way that they're more like dodgy or when they're in liquid form or they're like i don't know it wasn't it wasn't very auto is what I'll say, and and because these are messed you know, up kind changelings. of smooth. <laughs> May, I mean, yeah, they're, they're uh, not the obviously. same changelings as, no, uh, as this is, Odo. This is, uh, they were science ooh, experiments, yeah. like so. Yeah, these are Vidian looking yeah. changelings, right? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's true. I, yeah, I want to give a true. shout out to the production people who did the makeup and the renderings and whatever, however they made this thing look, mm-hmm. because this show looked fantastic i mean from the board cube to all the ships to okay the scene that almost made me cry was when space dock blew up i was like no it just blew up i said they are doing a great job of really just making you feel like you know uh okay like you know the, the last the last show of uh second season of discovery with it <laughs> um they really did they really they really made it look fantastic and i thought i thought the changelings were great looking i was dis- disappointed that they stopped being changelings and then they turned into borg that got me because i liked them trying to find the changelings yeah. and when they went up into the I, okay here's my other thing why on earth would you call the changelings onto your ship mm. but like if you're gonna i said I I I don't even understand that. I, I didn't like, understand this it. Is the plan? This is the plan. How I mean, he had a went, lot of bad plans. Oh my god! Because like even when you like, did it okay, in the hundred, can we right? stop asking the admiral for the plans? Don't give him don't any more. About, he don't even know uh, what. How the ship works no more. Space was still available. He knows right. space stations that was still. I'm like, come on, stop. Y'all Y'all should have left his ass. I said, home. "Don't didn't you see the hunted? <laughs> you did this on the hunted, and the man got away from you on the hunted. I mean, he got away from you there when you did this mess with this freaking." I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna roll back TNG. It didn't work then either." But then it was also annoying because like they didn't vaporize anyone. They were just like, "Oh, let's shoot them, leave them alone." And like, only Warp. Uh, he was the only you know, one that vaporized them. Only Robbie and Warp could vaporize, or like in the previous in the previous episode, um, you know, Jack kill changelings just by, I don't know, breaking their necks and, like, yeah, destroying them in the head and they were fine. They didn't get new vapor. It's just not, it wasn't consistent. Not, so it, wasn't it was kind of not, you know, there was that that one, that, there was a little bit of continuity um, oh. right there. God. I do have, I, I figured out what my biggest shock of the season was. Okay. So. Wait, I need to go. I haven't gone uh, yet. Oh, go. Let me go, let me go. Go ahead, okay. go ahead. Okay, for me, okay, so two. Mm-hmm. Um. So Roe for me, that was a big shock. I was like, <gasps> and yeah, then I do was... think it was sad that she died. Um. But I was uh, like, like champ, saying, like you know, right? Uh, Roe. I really liked Roe. I I thought that her 
whole relationship with Picard was kind of left on a cliffhanger. So I, I kind of like that they got that catharsis at the end um, when Picard at the end, right before Rose sacrificed herself, he was like, I do see you. I was like, I feel something. Do I? <laughs> you know? Ooh, ooh. Um, so that was that was really nice. Because oh, he was um, still mad when she walked on their ship. But um, and and the other it's thing that creepy. I think was uh uh like a I, I would say not big reveal, but it was a pleasant surprise was um how much I became a really big fan of Captain Shaw's character. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. Ha! Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I need to get something in. We Mike. have not yeah. mentioned him at all, and he yeah. needs a big. We mention. haven't. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But oh my yeah. god, the 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 hollow message in episode ten. Where he he leaves mm-hmm. he leaves it for you know to two lock and then to seven. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my yeah, god! And that was before all this happened, right? It was before. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I was like, oh my yeah. god, am I feeling something again? <laughs> um, because that was genuinely like in episode ten one times. I really was like, oh man, I you know like the message was re- it re- felt genuine and. Jerry Ryan did such a great job kind of reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic mm-hmm. acting. She didn't say anything, but just her facial expression of like reacting to the message that isn't even there because they're doing it, they're adding it post-production. I was like, this is amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I became a really big fan of Captain Shaw. Like, you know, that was a really pleasant surprise for me because I didn't expect, I mean, I didn't like hate him. I think Mike like really disliked him. I was like, oh, it's kind of annoying, but I didn't expect to like really like him by the end, and that was. I great. mean, he was right from the beginning. I mean, there was he was you know he was basically uh, Benjamin Cisco, but uh, hello, right. no, he was totally Benjamin Cisco. I sure. mean, okay, yeah. but yeah, so I I liked him. He was right from the beginning. I was like, Picard would have never let anyone come on his on his ship with that right. nonsense. That would have never Absolutely. flown. So yeah, he was right, and I, I did. I truly enjoyed his um, his character. He had the best lines. He really did. <laughs> he really yeah, did. He had the best lines. <laughs> he really did. When he said, I did not like hot him from drop the start. The no? section. <laughs> hot oh, drop yeah. the sauce section. The shade. <laughs> the shade he was throwing. Oh, there's a I lot of like, shade. Bang. Yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. love that. Why didn't you didn't like him from the beginning? You just, he just, like, he just yeah. irked you? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, oh, yeah. if, you know, yeah, I mean, for, for me, like, like you know, my favorite thing of this series really was, you know, Picard and Riker oh, right, right, and, and right, Beverly. Right. So he he was so disrespectful to Picard and Riker right off the bat. Not Beverly like, though. Why, he wasn't disrespectful you? to Beverly at all. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um <clears throat> so yeah, so that's you know, but that's why like, I didn't like I him. Do but think he, that Picard and Riker were kinda out of line. Like he 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 took another level in terms of the yeah. disrespect, but they were definitely out of yeah, line. They're out of line, you know. Hey, I tell you though. Yeah, but I mean, I they didn't. He didn't know that you know, Picard was like, I have to go save Beverly. You know, I mean, we right. knew, we understood that, but Shaw didn't right. know what the hell that was. Yeah. All he saw was this Lucutus guy walking in, taking, trying to take yeah, yeah, that's some right. Bullshit. He was there. He was, he was, was kind of going yeah. with it until Picard didn't know what the where the hell they were going. He was so you know, he was telling them they're going to some. Starbase and that Starbase didn't even exist anymore. And he was like, hmm, yeah. no, I don't think we're doing And that. eventually Picard got his ass killed. So he, the man was right. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say, because yeah. you, know, you know I have to bring it in there. He went down like Major Hayes in Enterprise. Okay? He was shooting. 
so that they all could get away. You know, yeah, I had to get he Enterprise definitely in there. Was. He, he went down. Was. I felt just as bad when he died as when Major Hayes died. It definitely was the same scene. Of course it was. Thinking back. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Like, but off. someone else's take on it. It was a homage. It was another hope. It was, uh, it was like almost the same lines. Major Hayes really was like, was. get Hoshi back to the ship. You right. Know? It sure was. Oh, my goodness. I was like, oh, who's going to be Major Hayes here? Because one of them's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be Raffi. It was going to be Raffi. I was going to be really mad. No, it wasn't going to be Raffi. Couldn't be they Raffi. knew better. Yeah. They knew better. No, they sure did. <laughs> they knew better. No, we ain't killing no more black people. No, That's the no. end of that. We I wanted to call the first out. person died on this this whole series was they killed that black guy. I was like, dang, the first yeah, here we one. go, here we go. <laughs> I was dang. like, they're ramping up again. This show here, <laughs> they kill everybody on this show. Man. But can we please give a a big shout out to the best villain that Star Trek has seen in a very very long time, Amanda Plummer. My goodness. I didn't love Mom. Amanda Plummer. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I did. She was too, she was too extra for me. Like, That's what I loved. I, I loved I, I, that extra, extra, the drama, the extra, the just the flamboyancy, just her like physicality. Her father, her when she was telling yeah. people to move along, move along, swinging around in the chair. I was like, yeah, I feel Mike this and I were not. This how a crazy person would act. <laughs> yeah, Mike. No, it makes sense. I mean, like, yeah, she's like I loved very her lines. unbalanced. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Her yes. lines were wonderful, especially at the end. Her last line was fucking, what is she, fucking solid. Fucking solids. No, that was a good <laughs> line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, I don't man, think Mike I really and I were as in love with her, but I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I, I really was, I was, dev- I not devastated, but I was, I, I wasn't happy when they killed her. I was like, Oh, Mike and I were like thinking. It could have been a really I I would have I just I really wanted the it to be the changelings. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That was it. Yeah. It was was easier, but it was so easy. It was easier to kill the Borg. It was easier to 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 uh have Picard because that's his thing. I get that. Um bringing the changelings was in was really good because it it you know it pushed you off not thinking about the Borg so much. Um, because eventually if they weren't there, we would have all said, Oh, it's the Borg. It's the Borg. Yeah, it's the Borg. So <laughs> right. but I mean they're so sinister that um that's a they're they've always been a very scary villain. Um, because you just don't know who's who. And now that, you know, they've got this extra thing now, you know, and as we've seen in the end, they were still trying to get in. You know, right. so we're still we still got them. The Borg might be gone. But the changeling gone. Uh, I got my air quotes going gone. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but the changelings are still changelings persistent. Still... They're still very persistent. So, And we still don't know where the hundred are. We still, we still don't know, know where the hundred are. I just knew it was the hundred. I just knew they had something to do with it. Because that was a hanging chat out there. Yeah. So, But uh, one thing I was really glad to see was Picard, um, that Jack really was his son and that he did get to yes. reconcile with him. Yes. Um because I went back and watched Bloodlines, the one with Jason Vigo, where Picard thought that that was his son. And, right. you know, I watched it again today and um, he was so sad yeah. when Beverly told him that that boy was not his son. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, watching it now after knowing that Jack is really his son, it was just really touching to watch his face when Jason Vigo transports off. Like he's just, 
he says, you know, you know, come, come visit me sometime. Like he's like, you know, you know, really my son. <laughs> yeah. So that one, I was really glad that Jack was his son and that he was going to stay in his life. So I was glad he finally got. I that. totally forgot about that episode. I thought about Bloodlines. Um, I, last duty or first I, the first duty. I can't remember what what the name of that episode was when Wesley left and they yeah. went on. They uh, went on. He, la- Last something. Last, last duty. The so, final like, duty. Final duty or something like that. So I always remember that as Picard saying, okay, you're going to leave, but you're coming with me on this list. And it's so out of character for Picard. And it shows you how much he loves Wesley. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. that's what I thought of. How yeah. And because, you know, Wesley's Beverly's son. So I remember that, how he, you know, was so, he was sad he was going to die because he wasn't going to be able to see Wesley anymore. And how Wesley was like, you're not, you know, it was, that was such a great father son type of thing, you know. He longed for it. He he, longed for it. Yeah, he always longed for that. Um, Even when he went in the Nexus, he had kids. Right. Yeah, sure did. Right. But everything kept him away from it because he could have had it. He could have had all of that. You know, Beverly was there waiting. (laughs) Right. Obviously. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, he's just so complicated. I think one of the parts I love that they did not. So I do, I, I did for a long time, wish they would have got together. Um, Pe- Beverly and Picard, especially after attached. I can't even watch that episode oh. because it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Um, it's great until the end. You're like, what? <laughs> me? come on. Right. So, but then, so now I like the way they ended it. And I, I like the storyline that they gave them. Because I think it just made more sense. Um, she would leave to save her son. When he said, when McCart said, you did everything right. Mm-hmm. I, I know he was talking about the fact that he did not, she didn't tell him. Because yeah. Oh yeah, she, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's he was like, I get about. it. I totally yeah, get it. She was getting ready to say, I'm, I'm sorry again. Right, she was gonna. And, um, but I, I also love the fact that she, every time... He was trying to wallow in something that happened with Jack that that he like when he thought he gave him how how you say aromatic aromatic syndrome. He was getting ready to wallow. She goes instead of wallowing in your pity, go talk to your son. (laughs) And she just kept like, nope, mm -mm, mm -mm. don't 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 give me that. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your your guilt. I don't want to hear any of it. But she did the same thing in Bloodlines. You need to go back and watch that episode because she did the same thing because he was going to say, I should have been in Jason Vigo's life. You know, he wouldn't have been a criminal. And she said, don't go back to the past. Be in his life now. And I was like, okay, they all watched this episode with (laughs) Jack. Jeez. But that's why <laughs> Beverly should have Watch gone with Bloodlines. That's why Beverly should have gone with Jean Luc to tell to talk to Jacques when they found out that he was born or whatever. Because the conversation between Jean Luc and Jack, like he just could not, you know, he was too, he couldn't handle that. He was he couldn't handle it, and he was too mired in his guilt, mm-hmm. right, to be yeah. a father in that moment, which mm-hmm. is what drove Jack away. Yeah. But if Beverly mm-hmm. was there, I feel that it would have turned out different. You totally know? different. But she's yeah. she's also dealing with guilt. Sure. You know, trying to make sure that yeah. he has all this time with him. You know, and it, I mean, the yeah. guilt. And yeah. I mean, TNG is so about fathers and sons and mm. brothers, you know, um, Parents who don't do the right thing and kids who, you know, brothers, assist, brothers mostly that don't get along, 
So I mean, it it like it tracks, you know, it tracks on the, all the all the stuff. Like she said, this was basically bloodlines, which I have to go back. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I have to go back. I'm just that. here. I'm just here to tell you, I have watched all of TNG too, even though I. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. But I, I, I totally I was forgot like, about Bloodline. Oh yeah, this is Jason Vigo, but this time he's really the son. Wow. And he was, and he was having seizures and falling out too. I mean, good he Lord. sure was. He, he sure, sure was. was. Listen, jeez. Oh, wow. So you know what? Maybe I'm not as admired. I'm not admiring this as much as I thought. No, I I loved the whole thing. I wow. think this is one of those ones when you watch all ten together and just let go and be yeah, inspired yeah. by whoever they're paying homage to, or the Easter eggs and whatever they're copying. And what I I I, I loved it. I mean, I'm gonna let go of the slight to Deep Space Nine. I'm gonna you know let it go because it was it works for me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I'm telling you when they broke when they brought the enterprise out i was in tears i was like yes oh when you heard majel's voice that was yes. it yes i was done i was yeah. done i, I was saw done. her name in the that credits oh I what about done. when you heard walter koning's voice i was yeah happy. Oh, i was like yeah, that was cool check off. <laughs> yeah i knew as soon as <laughs> yeah. you heard it you were like oh, oh. <laughs> and it's like, check off. <laughs> wow anton yeah. check off president of Earth. like wow. yes okay i like it i'll give you that one so cool that was i cool. do want to say like to your to your point about uh fathers and sons i think and, and you know johnson and i share the you know shared a journey with our fathers so i think that that's something that's that's really true out there is that there are you know father and sons have complicated relationships especially when when you're different right mm-hmm. so uh and jack says it more than once several times throughout the series he says you know uh, throughout the season he says you know i feel different and mm-hmm. like that that to me really attached at least my heart to jack in that way and realizing that you know i'm observing a a picture of the relationship between my dad and myself in a in a way and 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 the you know the the just the way that he speaks to feeling different throughout his whole life like that that speaks to the lgbtq really hard yeah and um the uh, maybe that's why i feel like really you know attached to like and, and you see that in riker like riker it feels so guilty you this is and and mm. And Thad has been dead for a few years, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. And that father's guilt just is still there. And, and the fact that they're still, that Deanna and him are still having relationship problems because of that. Mm-hmm. And that they stayed in a house where neither of them were happy <laughs> because of Thad. Like, yeah. and that they had to, t- they had to be in dire straits to actually come clean about that and say that they both hated that house, <laughs> but they stayed there because they wanted to be close to Thad. I mean, there was that so was much painful. of that in this. Yeah. Yeah. But the, that really, I, I don't know that those are some of the subtexts that I yeah. mm-hmm. um, caught on to and yeah. really touched me. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I thought that was lines. a great. I, and yeah. what what I liked about this whole season was that all of these little subplots that were going on 
tied to the main story somehow. You know, a lot of times, like, you know, we had Rios running around with that woman and, you know, why he was talking. There was this other stuff going on in the other season that didn't tie to anything. And why would we, why was this in here? Is this going to have anything to do with the story? But, you know, the whole thing of, of Riker feeling so guilty and driving him to do things or not do things mm-hmm. was, was good. I mean, I really, I really enjoyed it. Like when they were arguing about what to do on the bridge, that was, that was such a great scene. He was like, yeah, Carver saying one thing and Riker was saying something else. And oh, oh my God. Okay. Wait a minute. When the nebula had, to, when the nebula gave her up, listen. <laughs> I loved that part. The space baby. The space baby. <laughs> I forgot about that. And Beverly was like, wait a minute. Beverly figured it out. And they were get, they she were figured gonna, everything like, out. I loved it. They I were loved that jump. she was science yeah. and the shit out of everything. They were going to catch that wave and ride it out. I was like, oh my God, who wrote this one? Somebody's pregnant in the writer's room and wrote this one. <laughs> I love there it. There were a lot of women in the writer's I room. Listen, so I listen, it had to be a woman yeah. that wrote that because that was just incredible. And I loved every friggin' minute of that. Yeah. It was really And they good. looked like little mini aliens from uh, Farpoint. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So they, yeah. you know, that's what I was saying. Every everybody's Farpoint. series yes. had a little something. Yep. And it was a yep. little nugget from everybody's little series or and movie. So it was um, great. Another yeah. thing about why I wish they they had had more episodes was because if they had made the changelings more of a because at one point Justin and I talked about this. You know, if the changelings were in fact the the main enemy, and I hadn't really this is before I really put together the Borg piece of it, but. They would have had to, you know, I thought they were going to have to go back to Deep Space Nine and then through the wormhole and to the Founder's Planet. Oh, and yes. then they weren't going to be able to do that, um, not unless they had Discovery's spore drive and like right. snap there or whatever and then get back. But, you know, there there was just, that's where I thought I was really hoping that we would kind of see like a detour to Deep Space Nine, yeah. like an episode that would, you know, take yeah. us there. And maybe, you know, maybe one of the Deep Space Nine crew would take us into the wormhole and take us to the founder's planet. And they would, even if they just had done that, thrown that in there somehow and not thrown it in, but, you know, put it in there intentionally where we could, we could touch base with deep space nine, I think would have been great, but also to go to the founder's planet and, and maybe even them saying that's not us. Right. right, like we exactly. we actually we actually hate you, but we are we, we are saying, and I I, I had those feelings too. I I just I thought that they were I thought they were the ones that were going to come save the day. You know, the founders were going to come and say, "Nope, this is we not crazy about you, but these this is not what we're doing." We said we're going to have peace, and these are these are like rogue people who are not. You know, these are the hundred that. You know, you know, like yeah. the teenagers that are rebelling, you know, right. that's what I yeah. thought they were going to be. And I thought that would be a really good uh, baddie. But, you know, it is what it is. It it didn't it it would have been great. But in the long run, would it have really made sense for Picard? You know, um, right. it had right. to be about him. We had to. And I had to keep reminding myself that the, the show is called Picard. Uh, so right, right. in the end, he is the one that is going to save the day because it's his show. And yeah. we all know how Patrick Stewart is. So he's not, let, not like, letting everybody. He should... is number one on the. He wants. He is number one on that. Call he scene. read that script and said, <laughs> "The change." Yeah, I, I, I think I we should have the Borg come back, and they were right. like, "Oh, oh, okay, Patrick." <laughs> I do think that everyone did get their moment to shine, though. Like, mm-hmm. 
you know, yeah. like, oh, I, yeah. I think that it, yes, it's definitely Star Trek Picard. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he has a, he's going to have a heavy hand in how it all comes together, but everyone, even in the last episode, everyone got a mm-hmm. moment. Oh, know? I agree. I agree. But I, 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 what, keeping the Borg and not having the changelings be, you know, the baddie or the, the who you're sure. going to fight against. It didn't make sense for Picard to do that. It made sense for him to fight the Borg. Um, right. You know, even though I'm, I'm, you know, going, rolling my eyes when Deanna opened the door and I was like, oh, God. but <laughs> it is, you know, they were, it was a scary Borg. That was one little scary Borg. Cute, it was a great though. scene. Like, it was oh. a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's a scary one. You know, so. And she like just I said, shut that door and ran. I was like, <laughs> she, she said, Oh, Jack, just sit right here. I'll be right back. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> talk to your parents. <laughs> and, and Seven was on it. Oh, no, no. We got protocols, protocols. <laughs> Thank you, Seven. Oof, man. Oh, my God. So I liked it. I, I, I give it a, a thumbs up myself. So I give it, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. One thumbs up out of five. this is one i will definitely watch again you know mm-hmm. run through it go back and i know there's so much that i missed yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of great dialogue and i you know it was, it's just you know they picked scenes to be inspired by that i loved before so it's great Right, exactly, exactly. Before we leave, I wanted to ask everybody, what was your favorite episode out of the out of the season? I'm trying to think of everybody's like, hmm. It was everybody's like the emoji, the thinking emoji. <laughs> Mine was yeah. the one where where when when Shaw says that he was just a grease monkey and they go down there to fix that thing, he's pulling those conduits apart. He's gonna get that thing working. I was like, Yeah, we need like a Scotty moment up in here. That was so I good. I loved yeah. that episode when they were trying to cut they yeah, they were falling into the nebula. I think that was it. That one. Which one, which one was anybody? They remember were falling one they were like falling episode in, three, I think. Yeah, they was had that, to get the, is that seventeen seconds? I think so. They had to get the nacelles oh, yes, firing so again. Yes. I was yeah. like, oh my was, God. That was, that was my the favorite. birth one. That was the birth mm-hmm. one. That was early yeah. on. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. that was my hey, favorite episode. Y'all got me. You got me. Yeah. That one was good. Yeah, so we got to really see, um, I think that's when we really got to see, uh, Vatic a lot, right? I think that's when we first, really yeah, I think she got right. And that was the, this, everybody, every, so there was a lot of pairing in that, in that scene, in that episode. Like everybody got paired up. I, I yeah. love that part. Yeah. That was the, that was the, uh, the come to the light scene with, uh, Beverly and Jean-Luc. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> parents are fighting in the back room. The parents, um, the parents are... <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite one. Yeah, that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's really it was really hard to pick one, just one. Go ahead, Johnson, if you know. Oh, I was gonna say it it's I think for me probably the last episode was mm-hmm. my favorite, only because I think everything just came together. Um and we got so much resolution and we got the Enterprise G. Like G, hey, that's right. You know, <laughs> that's about right. That. That's right. It had a lot uh, of the first prediction that I was Right on about. I was it, like, made, it makes sense timing wise. It totally makes sense for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. I actually was surprised that there wasn't a G already. Like you know, timing wise, given the life cycles of these ships, like they don't last that long. Um, but not the way yeah, these people I mean, fly them. Yeah, no, no. But I yeah, I think seeing Enterprise. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think the the last episode for me, just because everyone had their moment, um, you know, we 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 got all that reconciliation, and it just you know there were a lot of feel good moments. I, I think, yeah. and then of course we had the you know them playing poker at the end. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That, yeah, that just yeah, yeah. that was just so great. Although I have to say, if Picard was sitting at the cookout, we would have to throw him out if he's going to deal the cards like that. Oh. He was That's tossing those cards. That. So he's just tossing cards? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. He's just tossing cards. I said, you, you cannot come to the cookout, Picard, because you're you tossing no cards, sir. Give me those mm-hmm. cards. Mm-hmm. Somebody else deal. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. There's a British dealer. Uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. I would probably have to agree with Johnson. I think the last generation would be my, you know, I I literally shut off everything and just shut off the lights and put it on the big screen mm-hmm. and just watched it all the way through and just like realized every emotion that I was feeling. I had goose bumps. I was sad. I was crying. I was like, heck yeah. I was screaming at one point. <laughs> like I, I was all over, like, I, yeah, I would have to say, I mean, I love the whole season. I think it's a 10 hour movie, mm-hmm. you know, a 10 hour post uh nemesis movie that um that the cast really deserved but um but i think that i really felt it all with the the final because honestly like i like i said earlier i i didn't think i thought that we were literally i thought we were going to cut to rafi and and um seven and be like oh like and when everybody switched back and i thought you know the that was it, you know, like we were going to go back and they were going to go and explore, you know, find remnants of the D or whatever and be like, you know, so kind of, you know, I had a sad ending, but I'm, I'm totally, totally pumped that it had the ending that it did. But I yeah, believe I, I that did that not was... think anyone was going to die because you know what the problem was? Jonathan Frakes. So I know we mentioned Jonathan Frakes. Or it's always Jonathan Frakes. Always. <laughs> he had an interview last week. I think it was Trek movie. He was like, so nobody dies. I'm like, oh my God. He literally said, nobody <laughs> dies. Yeah. I was like, got it. This is but why I, I said, didn't read anything. He said it. He said it. He was, he was trying, trying to, lo- he was trying to was lower a, the threat level. He was the anxiety level. Him <laughs> to talk about episode nine. And he just put it out there. Like, they didn't even ask him. He spoiled, <laughs> a, he spoiled a whole bunch of stuff. I think he spoiled something in the first season, right? Jerry Ryan is like the only person I would I would give her state secrets. No <laughs> one knew she was. Oh uh, yeah, no right. way. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That yeah. was a surprise. That was big. Yeah. Jonathan Frank spilled everything but that. I was mm-hmm. like, that guy. oh, random point, but I need to make it. Go ahead. Is it, I'm like, <laughs> so, so Seven is the captain of the oh, G. Thank you. And please. Rafi is her first officer. Isn't there like a weird like? What's happening? What's happening? And then. And then and then, and then, and then, how is how is what's his, is his name Picard now? Did we? No, what? I thought that's what no, I was asking. No, Jack, no, Jack, Jack Crusher. But how was yeah. he on the how was he on the bridge of the ship? He's a counselor. He's a counselor, and now Rafi thing bothered me. I was like, oh "Where's HR? HR needs to like it was a year later. It was HR that it was a year later, but it was a year later. And I mean, everybody has the correct rank to do what they what happened because I mean, Rafi is a was the lieutenant commander or commander? She was lieutenant she's commander. commander. Yeah, yeah. So a yeah. year later, she could be commander. I didn't see any pips. You know, no, I, so. I didn't see any problem with uh, that because she had all the hair going. I was like, "Go ahead, Rafi. The hair is out." I was like, "Woo, yes, get it out." <laughs> I loved it. Um, but yes, um, I thought it was cool, and I wish they would have let us know what Seven said. 
Oh, me oh, too. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. But I, I love I, that I they loved, didn't. I love that they didn't, but I really want to know what it is. Now I, really I want to know. Tell me. All right, guys. Thank you for coming. Um, let let us know how to find you on social media and tell us about uh, Deep Space Pride real quick. Yeah, I can tell everyone our social handles. Um, if folks want to reach out to us, they can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Deep Space Pride. Or they can reach us uh, via email at dspacepride at gmail.com. But Mike, did you want to talk a little bit about our podcast and what we're all about? Uh, yeah, sure. It's, uh, you know, we are up to episode 108 just wow. came out with, wow. uh, with Kelvin Wood, who was actually on the cruise. So mm-hmm. uh, we got a great perspective on the cruise. And actually, for the first time, I think we were both like, hmm, maybe this cruise is a thing. But um, yeah, so we, uh, we talked Trek and uh, from a gay lgbtqia perspective and we're actually uh trying to bring on more people to have conversations with and just meet other uh fans and other podcasters who are in the lgbtqia space so uh yeah yes there were great podcasts they're great people uh there are family from the trek geeks network so take a listen uh we love them dearly and thank you for coming on and uh, talking Trek with us, talking Picard. This, this was a lot of fun. It's always fun. great to hang out with you, oh, ladies. Yes. We love you guys. We love you guys. All right. We love you. You can find us at SciFiSisters.com. That's S-Y-F-Y-S-I-S-T-A-S.com. Join us on The Mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. And the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook. On Instagram and TikTok, sci-fi.sisters. We are also on that Twitter, at Sci-Fi Sisters. Become a patron of Sci-Fi Sisters today at patreon.com forward slash Sci-Fi Sisters. After listening to this podcast, please rate us and write a review. We may just read it on an upcoming episode. And we want to give a shout out to the best sound engineer that there is, Dose the Anonymous One. So if you have any uh, sound things that you need or music, please contact him. He does all of our music intros and outros, and you know that sounds bad. And so you can reach him at Dose the Anonymous, the number one at gmail.com. That's D O S T H E A N O N Y M O us the number one at gmail so uh get in touch with him and he will fix your podcast up like he does ours (laughs) have a good one everybody peace love and hair grease